Welcome to Multifamily Real Estate Investing, presented by Mara Poling. My name is Pat Poling. I am the founder and CEO of Mara Poling. Happy to be with you here at the end of 2021 for the final episode of Season 5 of Multifamily Real Estate Investing, presented by Mara Poling. I want to thank each and every one of you for joining us this entire year. It has been a fantastic year, and myself and the team are very grateful for your continued support and excited to share with you all the wonderful things that are going to be coming in Season 6, which begins next Tuesday, January 4th. All right, let's talk about what we're going to do this week. If you looked at the title, 10 minus 5 equals 25, you had to think to yourself, what on earth is Pat gibbering about? That makes no sense at all. And you're right, it doesn't make any sense. 10 minus 5 isn't equal to 25, but it is equal to 25. And it's a way of thinking that I want to share with you that we utilize to help us understand how we can best grow net operating income. And all of us are about net operating income. So that's what we're going to talk about this week. As always, if you have questions, please feel free to shoot me an email, pat at marapoling.com, M-A-R-A-P-O-L-I-N-G.com. Do not forget to swing by the Learning Center at marapoling.com and register for our webinar series that's coming this next year. We've got six webinars already posted and available for you to register. It's wonderful seeing the response we've had just from the first week of them being available. The first one that's up in January is State of the Multifamily Market for 2022. That is always a popular session. Please register. And as I have said in the past, when you register, even if you're not going to be able to attend the session live, you really want to register because when you register, you will have the opportunity to receive the information packet for the session in advance of the session, as well as be amongst the first that are given access to the recording uh, to the session. So please swing by the Learning Center at marapolling.com and check out all that great material. Okay, so let's get to this week's conversation. Like I said, we're all about NOI. Whether you're a passive investor in a syndication with a sponsor or, with, or maybe with Mara Polling, maybe with us, or you're building your own portfolio, net operating income is ultimately the key to being successful financially. It is what drives cash flow and it's what drives equity growth, especially in the commercial space. So, how does this math, 10 minus 5 equals 25, how does that make any sense? Well, let me walk you through that and show it. So we're going to use an example of a property. We're going to keep the math easy for us. We're going to use an example of a property that has $100,000 a month in collected revenue. And that property has $50,000 a month in operating expenses leaving $50,000 in net operating income. So that's what we're going to start with. So how do we improve NOI? Well, you really do one of two things, right? You either increase revenues 
or you decrease expenses, or you could increase revenues and expenses could increase, but they'd increase more slowly than revenues, right? That would drive some incremental NOI. And that's really much more probably the case of what happens, although there are opportunities to decrease operating expense, and we're going to talk about those. Let's start with revenue first. So revenue is overwhelmingly made up of collected rent. There are other income items. Maybe a third to, in some properties, a half of that other income is utility reimbursement, which is offset by a almost equal operating expense. So it's not really a income item, if you will, from that standpoint, but that's where it gets booked. There are other income items that actually do contribute to NOI. Uh, these would be things like application fees and um, uh, laundry uh, reimbursement from the uh, laundry contract, uh, maybe parking fees, other sorts of things that tenants might uh, pay or contribute to. And as I said, the bulk of revenue comes from collected rent. So we've got $100,000 in collected revenue, and we want to move that number. So we're going to put a plan together to maybe do some unit improvements so we can move those rents 5 or 10 or 15%. We're going to pay attention to what's going on in the marketplace, right? The $8 taco conversation. And we're going to move rents based on what's going on in the market and the feedback our tenants are giving us about uh, those prices based on occupancy. And when we put that plan together, we're going to end up with a $10,000 increase in collected revenue. So we're going to go from $100,000 to $110,000. That's a 10% increase in collected revenue. So that's the 10, right? So 10 minus 5 equals 25. That's our 10. So we're starting off with a 10% improvement in revenues. Well, the other half of the equation that I talked about is operating expenses. And while reducing the growth of operating expenses is absolutely something we're committed to, we're going to actually try and see if we can lower the operating expenses, not just slow their growth, but actually reduce them. So what might be some things we do? Well, we could for example, take our insurance needs, and we do this with our entire portfolio, and bundle them up with all the other properties we've got and go out to the insurance market to get the very best combination of service and coverage as well as rates. Uh, and we have done that. And when we've done that, we've seen very meaningful reductions in operating expense. So that's one way we can manage operating expenses that help us actually lower them. We can do something similar with uh, other vendor contracts, right? Whether it's our property management contracts or uh, landscaping or any other service that we contract for using the power of the market to get the very best combination of quality and service as well as price. We can also take a look at property taxes. Now in the markets that we invest in, taxes are reassessed on an annual basis and there is a process if we believe that that assessment is not an appropriate one, there's a process that we can go through to challenge it. Some of the assessments make an enormous amount of sense. They're right in line with how the rest of the market is being treated, and we don't challenge those. And there are other assessments that are clearly higher, and we have to pay that 
we pay those taxes, which affects our NOI. So our NOI, if in our example at $50,000, we've got a higher tax assessment than we think is appropriate, we could go and challenge that. And as we are successful, and generally speaking, if we file an appeal, it's because we think there's an actual uh, issue here to be addressed, uh, then we'll have some savings, not only getting some of that money back that we've paid previously, but we'll have a lower rate as we go forward based on that new assessment. So let's say that not only are we able to manage the growth of operating expense, but that we can actually lower our operating expenses by 5%. So that's gonna save us $2,500 every month, right? So 5% of $50,000, $2,500 every month. So that's our minus five, right? We're, we're getting rid of five. So we've got 10% growth on our revenue side and we've got a minus 5% on our operating expenses, right? So we're taking that out. So that's two and a half thousand dollars that's coming out, 5%. All right, let's talk about what those did to NOI. So we moved revenue by 10% or $10,000. And we said that 10,000, if it dropped all the way through would increase our NOI by $10,000. So we would go from having $50,000 in NOI. And by the way, a 50-50 split, uh, meaning operating expense is about 50% of collected revenue and NOI is about 50%, is somewhat typical. There are properties that are good properties where the NOI is a little smaller. And there are properties that are good properties where the NOI is bigger. Uh, keep in mind, for example, one of the items I mentioned was uh, the utility reimbursement, which is almost 100% revenue and 100% expense in terms of offset. Well, if you have a lot of utility income flowing through uh, the process, it can actually skew that OPEX number a little bit from a percentage standpoint. But for our purposes, this 50-50 not only helps illustrate the math we wanna illustrate, it's also not far off from where the market actually is, typically. So our 50,000 in NOI, with that increase in revenue becomes $60,000. So we increased NOI by $10,000 based on a 10% improvement in revenue. And then we improved our operating expenses. We lowered our operating expenses, right? We deducted 5% of our operating expenses, which was two and a half thousand dollars, $2,500. So our NOI went up again, right? Because we subtracted an expense. It went up again by $2,500. And so now we have $62,500 in NOI, an increase of $12,500. And $12,500 is 25% of the 50,000 that we had. So we have taken a 10% increase in revenue and a 5% reduction in operating expense and somehow turned that into $25,000, uh, pardon me, 25% NOI growth. Now, some of you are gonna be listening to this and you're gonna be going, well, that's a little bit of semantics. When you say 10 minus five, you're, it's, you're still adding to NOI and you're right, that's just being a little cute, right? 
The minus five is we're actually reducing operating expenses. Okay, fine, make it 10 plus five. We still have 10 plus five equals 25. How is that so? The reason that is so is because of the proportional relationship between revenues and operating expenses. So let's take a look at the math slightly differently. That $10,000 growth in revenue is 10% of revenue. It is 20% of NOI, right? NOI is $50,000. It's 20% of NOI. So just moving the revenues, 10% moved our NOI 20%. How is that so? Well, it's that way because NOI is half of what revenue is. So every bit, if we have that 50-50 split, every bit of improvement that we make in revenue gets some leverage put on it because our NOI number is a, the result of this equation. A 10% improvement in revenue equates to a 20% improvement in NOI. Our 5% improvement in operating expenses, we reduced operating expenses by 5%. That 5% is 5%. There's no leverage on it. Why? Because in our example, and again, this is fairly typical of properties, operating expenses and NOI are pretty close to each other in terms of size, meaning that $2,500, which is 5% of the operating expense, is also about 5% of the NOI. Do we not want it? Of course not. We, we absolutely want that. We want that $2,500 of growth that improves our operating, uh, pardon me, our operating income, our net operating income by 5%. So if we can improve operating expense by a dollar, by a, by a percent, we're going to get that same percent improvement over on the um, on the operating income side, on the net operating income side. And if we can do a 1% improvement in revenue, we're going to get a 2% improvement in net operating income. So let's assume that all improvements, all percentage improvements are equal in terms of the amount of energy that they take. That's obviously not true. And I wouldn't say that it's always the case that improving revenue is harder than reducing operating expenses or reducing operating expenses is harder than improving revenue. It, it really is a case-by-case -case basis and ultimately a, an, a property-by-property scenario. But let's just say that they're all equally uh, challenging. They all take the same amount of energy and effort and time that has to be invested. Which would we rather do? Put our time and energy into reducing operating expenses by 1% or improving revenues by 1%? Well, the math's pretty obvious, right? The math says, go improve revenues. And that's where the majority of the leverage is in the process. That doesn't mean that you ignore operating expenses and that we don't actively work to manage their growth and wherever we have opportunities, reduce them. 
It absolutely means if we're putting a strategy together to grow NOI, that strategy is based on revenue growth. And the way you grow revenue is you grow other income, right? So we add additional values, uh, value items to the property that tenants appreciate, appreciate to the point that they're willing to pay for them. And we grow the, the rent that's collected, which is not only a function of having rents that are truly at market for the level of amenities that we provide, but also having the appropriate level of occupancy, right? And, we, and we've talked about that actually a fair amount in the last couple of, couple of episodes. So we want our energy focused on all of it. And when push comes to shove, if I've only got an hour this week to work on one item, I wanna work on something that's gonna move that revenue number because I get two bangs for the buck in that scenario, as opposed to a one-to-one -one ratio, essentially by moving operating expense. So as you can see, 10% revenue growth with a reduction in operating expense of 5% does get you a 25% improvement in NOI. 10 minus five equals 25. Yep, it's silly. And uh, the math doesn't work exactly that way. But when you look at the percentages and you understand the relationship between revenue improvement and operating expense improvement, and that's really what this conversation is about, it helps us focus our attention on that revenue side slightly more than on the operating expense side. Uh, I'd say in our experience, uh, you know, if we have uh, 100 uh, hours of energy to spend, we might spend 65 or 70 of those hours really focused on trying to move revenue and 30 or 35 of those hours trying to manage the expense line. You want to do both, um, but you get a little extra out of the revenue side. So for those of you that have your own portfolios and you're looking at how you can grow your operating income because you want to grow your cash flow, uh, and to the extent that your portfolio is one that will grow in value with the growth of NOI, the more residential it is, the more single family oriented, that's probably less the case. The more commercial uh, it is, uh, you know, 16 plexes and 40 unit properties and so on, uh, it absolutely is, is more that way. Um, then this is something that hopefully could be of value to you in giving thought to your plans for 2022. What can I do to move my revenue number? Yes, you might look at, can I spend less on my landscaping or can I manage the utilities of the property differently or something else? And those savings are in fact valuable. It's twice as valuable to move the revenue as it is to save something on the expense side. And for those of you that are passive investors, again, this is something you might be looking for in the reporting that you receive from your sponsor. Where is the growth happening? What are the strategies they're looking to employ? We're about to have our sessions for 2022 uh, with you all invited. And we're going to talk about where we think the market's going and a little bit about how we're using uh, those conditions to improve the performance of our assets. For our actual investors, and I know that there's many of you uh, who are clients of ours that listen to these uh, sessions, uh, we're having a members-only session in January to talk specifically about what we are doing to employ these kinds of tactics to improve NOI in 2022 uh, and uh, beyond. And 
if you're an investor with us, fantastic. You're going to get all that information. If you're not an investor with us and you work with another sponsor, look for that information from that sponsor. And if you don't see it, inquire, right? Ask them. So what are your plans for moving revenue? Yeah, I want to hear about your expense savings. That's great. And we sure want to do that. But tell me how you're going to grow revenue because growing revenue is the key to growing NOI, uh, especially when you have limited resources to work on making improvements. Please remember to swing by marapolling.com, check out the Learning Center, get registered for State of the Multifamily Market in 2022. Uh, that's going to be on January 27th. So please swing by and register for that. I, again, thank you on behalf of all the members of the Mara Polling team. We want you to have a very uh, safe and happy new year. Uh, join us next Tuesday for the launch of season six of multifamily real estate investing presented by Mara Polling. Thanks and have a great holiday.